welcome to the Resurgence Audio Podcast. Resurgence is a community platform for spiritual development, and our mission is to learn to live as God intended. For more info on the Resurgence platform, or to get on the waiting list for the launch of the platform, please visit www.joinresurgence.com. Thanks once again for tuning in. Hey, welcome to the Resurgence Podcast. My name is Ben Richard, and I am the lead communicator here at Resurgence. You're listening to episode 27, and the title of today's episode is Grace and Capacity. So we started a series of talks titled Finding Rest in a Restless World. And a part of living from the place of rest and having adequate rest for our soul is learning to live within the grace and capacity that God has given us. So I'm going to begin by reading a verse from the book of Ecclesiastes. And I love this verse personally because this verse has impacted my own life in such a profound way. It has literally changed the way that I see my work. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse 6 says, Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. I'm going to read that one more time. Better one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil and chasing after the wind. You know, we live in a world that would absolutely disagree with this thought. The world that we live in says, no, 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 two handfuls are better than one handful. Twice the money is better than half the money. We do live in a world that is endlessly pursuing more and more and yet never feeling satisfied. So a typical person in the world would say, I need to earn more. You don't find a lot of people that say, hey, I just need to earn enough. And if we look at this verse more carefully, it talks about the state of a person's soul. It talks about tranquility and toil. So the verse says it's better if you have one handful with tranquility than two handfuls with toil. Now the word toil is not something that we use in everyday language, right? I mean, when was the last time you were in conversation with someone and the word toil came up? Now in order for us to understand what the Bible means by the word toil, we've got to go back to the first time the word toil was ever mentioned in the Bible. We're also going to go back to the first time that work was ever mentioned in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, chapter 2 and verse 15, it speaks about work for the first time as it relates to humanity. In Genesis 2.15, it says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Mind you, this work was done by Adam before he and Eve had fallen into sin. But after Adam and Eve had sinned, God comes to Adam in Genesis chapter 3 and verse 17 and he says, Because you listened to your wife and ate fruit from the tree about which I commanded you, you must not eat. Cursed is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat food from it all the days of your life. Now this was the same field, the same garden, the same ground that Adam had to work in before. But I want you to notice that before the fall, it was called work. After the fall, it was called painful toil. So the difference for Adam was before the fall, 
He had the Spirit of God living on the inside of him, empowering him to do the work. He had this thing we call grace. Grace was empowering him to do the work and to do it effectively, efficiently, and with excellence. After the fall, he's got to do it in his own strength. He's got to do it in his own power, his own might, and not by the Spirit of God. He may be getting the same amount of work done, but by the end of the day, he feels different in that with the grace of God, there's a sense of tranquility. Without the grace of God, it's painful toil. So I wonder about your life. I wonder about your work. How would you describe your work? Would you describe your day-to-day activity in the office or wherever you work as something that is empowered by the grace of God? Or would you describe it as painful toil? Let me give you some of the differences just so you know exactly what I'm talking about. A person who is functioning with the grace and capacity that God has given them will end their day with a sense of satisfaction. They will feel like they've had a productive day. They'll feel like they got all the tasks that they needed to get done, done. They'll feel a sense of accomplishment. They'll feel a sense of, hey, today was a good day. There were some challenges, but the challenges didn't take me out because I had the grace of God that was carrying me through the day. They rest well at night. They look forward to the next day. And when they wake up in the morning, they feel empowered, energized, and ready to win the day ahead of them. A person that is working outside of the grace of God feels exhausted, stressed, under pressure, easily irritable, easily angered. They suffer with brain fog in that they can't string their thoughts together. It's a lack of mental clarity. They feel like there's so much to do and there's so little time. They have a shorter temper when it comes to the traffic. They start to live in suspicion of others in their company. Because of the stress of the day, they try to avoid social settings and they try to avoid catching up with friends or family members because they are in such need of rest. These people are not facing the tranquility that the Bible talks about. In fact, they're living in toil. And the Bible says, if you remember in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says this kind of living is like chasing after the wind. I love the phrase chasing after the wind because it's such an accurate picture of what the world is like. See, chasing after the wind means you might feel it. You might get a sense of it. You might feel like it's right there and you chase after it. You chase and chase and chase, but you'll never be able to grab it. You'll never be able to grasp what you're reaching out for. And every time you get a little of it, you you don't have enough. You don't have all of it. You want more of it. And so in the endless pursuit of more, you're never satisfied. Can you imagine being out in the world on a hot day? It's a hot summer day. I'm talking about the Dubai kind of heat. You feel the sun beating down on your skin, you're sweating, and then all of a sudden there's a gust of cool breeze. There's some wind and you're like, ooh, wow, that that feels good. Imagine chasing after that wind. You're never going to get it. You might feel it for a moment, but it doesn't satisfy you enough. And that is what the Bible is referring to here. Remember that these scriptures were written in a Middle Eastern context. And so when you experience the wind on a hot summer's day, it may satisfy you for a moment. It might even cause you to crave for more of it, but chasing after it is a vain pursuit. So I don't want you to think that God is calling us to work less than other people in the world. In fact, it's quite the opposite. 
God is calling us to work possibly even harder than other people, but to do it by the grace and capacity that he supplies. Let me give you an example of this. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 10, Paul says, By the grace of God I am what I am, and his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Paul in this scripture is comparing himself to the other apostles. He says, yeah, they work hard, but I worked harder. But let me tell you, it wasn't me that was working. It was the grace of God that was working through me, empowering me to do more, get more done than any of them. Now, when it comes to the definition of grace, there are many Christians in the world that confuse grace with mercy. Mercy is about forgiveness. Mercy is about pardoning you for your sin. Grace is about empowering you to sin no more. Grace is about functioning in the world. Grace is about doing more than you could do on your own. So now that we've established that there's a difference between working by the grace and capacity that God supplies versus working in our own strength, in our own power, in our own might, with our own abilities, how do we access that grace? In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4 and verse 16, it says, Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence, so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. So the infilling of grace comes from us approaching God's throne of grace. And we do this through our time of prayer, our time of worship, our time spent in the Word, maybe even listening to this podcast. But every time we invest our time and energy into something that feeds us spiritually, we get an infilling of grace in exchange. Imagine being able to sit with God himself on a daily basis and saying to him, Lord, I'm struggling with these things in my life. I've got pressures from work. I've got these errands that I've got to run. I've got these responsibilities that I need to take care of. And it just feels like a lot. And then God would say to you, yes, I understand. You do have a limited amount of time. You do have a limited amount of energy and capacity. And so let me give you grace because my grace is sufficient. That even in your weakest moments, you will find that my grace will empower you. So now that you've spent your time with me, let's carry this load together. Let me give you some wisdom through my word on how you can manage your life better. Let me teach you how to carry this load the way I would carry it if I were in your place. Let me empower you with strength for the day, resilience in your spirit, so that you don't get mentally and emotionally bogged down by what the world throws at you. And be mindful of this, that no matter what you go through today, no matter what the world throws at you, know that I've got your back. Know that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Know that in the highs and the lows, I'm constantly going to be with you. Imagine having that in your life on a daily basis. Because as you practice the daily spiritual disciplines of being with God, you will begin to feel like you're not alone in the world. You'll begin to feel like you have grace and capacity for whatever life gives you. And you will also feel more empowered to take on the day and win it. Anyways, we'll talk more about this tomorrow, but for now, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I take this moment to acknowledge your presence in my life. 
you have given me new mercies this day and grace to accomplish the things that I have set before me. Teach me to surrender each day to you and to walk in the grace that you provide for me. This day, I declare that I have already been given all that I need to win the day. Give me a clear mind, a heart of wisdom, and grant me the patience I need to be willing to slow down when I need to. Give me peace for my worries and the assurance that my way forward in this life has already been planned out by you. Thank you for always being here with me, never leaving and never forsaking me. In your name I pray, amen. Hey, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to tune into this episode. This wraps up today's podcast, and I look forward to being back with you once again tomorrow. God bless.